0: Okay, so I'm in a phase right now where I am like kind of searching mode and just finding what is a fit. And it's been such a delight, like delight beyond delight, right? And I say that because... It's a labor of love to figure myself out, right? To actually take the time to be diligent enough to keep trying and keep becoming my own best bet, you know? Not in a selfish like prideful like vanity or like like crazy hardcore need to be alpha kind of person about my life and and you know like not in this funny Independence, kind of independent woman, kind of streak thing. It's not like that. It's like, it's like just becoming a daughter of God, who knows she's a princess and a royal heir, and knowing that I have work to do in making sure that I remember those things every day, and I act accordingly. Right? Like, like in the way that I you know, make choices when I'm in my personal time um, as well as choices like in public time, right? Like when I say personal time, I'm not really even talking about, for some reason when I think of the word choices in personal time, I kind of go into this aspect of like, oh, like people that might make poor choices in their their personal time, poor choices in um, addictions or like, you know, getting... Really consumed in certain things that are just like really obviously negative behaviors, right? Like that, that people can see with the naked eye, right? But actually, I'm kind of talking more about like using my personal time in a way that is like detrimental to my spirit or emotional self or those kinds of things in small, um, small, like corrosive kind of ways, right? Like slowly killing me kind of ways, right? So I had this fascinating experience to, to start paying attention, to have this wake up call to start paying attention. So I had taken like kind of a six month break from yoga, which in any other season of my life, I wouldn't have a no brainer in my head be like, that's a red flag. Like you don't do that, right? Like Ever since you've ever started yoga, you always keep it in your life. That's just something that you do, right? That's just something that you've realized has, you've started and you cannot let go, right? Like for more reasons than one, right? And, but for some reason, I just had this thing on me that didn't draw me back to it. I had different things on my mind. I had an injury that I was recovering from. And then after that injury, I just kind of felt like, you know what, what about, what if I could try this out? This whole aspect of not, just not going back, right? Like, and I'm like, what if I could be okay? Because it wasn't until I stopped that I, I started to realize, it. cause I've been doing it for like let's say 18 years, right? I've been doing it for 18 years, let's say, you know? trying to do it probably like once a week for eight years so let's just call it like that um and and so with that pattern right it's kind of in some ways it's been great in a lot of ways of course right over time it's just it's helped build my confidence in different ways and and it's helped me to just like maintain a strength that i have of flexibility that i've always wanted to maintain ever since i was little because i wanted to become a gymnast one day and it's helped me in in you know, dispelling fear in moments where I needed to, to learn how to breathe rather than be fearful and 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 just like tap into that faith zone of of healing and helping my body, all of the good things, right? And then I didn't realize until I stopped that there were some negative aspects of it. I got so focused in wanting to do that thing that sometimes I forget to eat. And not just sometimes, probably all the time, right? Like, um, I remember reading some articles and it said something in there how people that tend to be yoga teachers or something like that have a higher tendency to have eating disorder type of thing, right? And I looked at that, I was like, what? Right? Like, I never, it never really occurred to me that that could be uh, something to consider um, to make sure that I'm not promoting or, you know, like, just getting a little bit too focused on one thing that I forget to eat, right? So that was really good, but that's with anything too, right? It could be with yoga or any other project someone's working on, right? So that was helpful to be like, yeah, be careful, right? Because this is one of those things that you can love it this much, that you just, you prioritize it above anything else, right? Sometimes. So anyways, I, I did some soul searching with that and I kind of let it go there. And I was like, okay. I I don't need to do this, right? Like I don't need it. Like I used to think I did, right? So I was in this mindset of I don't think I need it, right? Like I can totally live my life without it, right? Like this is totally fine. Like I can actually let go. So if I can let go, why would I put it back in, right? So anyways, going along this this rabbit hole, right? The rabbit trail, I I move forward. My weight starts gaining. I gained like two sizes up on everything that I wear. And that's like a first in my life, right? For somebody that's been doing something for 18 years that maintains that, and then for them to drop it, of course, like weight is going to be gained. And like, but at the same time, it was like a a beautiful exploration time. It was like, I was almost curious about it. I was like, this is kind of interesting. You know, at first I was kind of like, oh, I'm getting a little bit like softer and like squishier and all of this kind of thing. And then another part of me was like, but like, and yes, it's inconvenient because there's certain poses and certain movements I can't make anymore because my body just can't do that when there's like something in the way, right? So there was some of that inconvenience, but there was another part of me that was kind of a little bit proud of it in some ways. I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of cute, right? This is kind of cute that I get to get a little bit chubbier, right? (laughs) Like, like I was a little bit self-conscious about it for a while. But then after a while, I just kind of leaned into it. I was like, if chubby is like my new, like, phase of life, like, I'm kind of okay with that. Like, I don't know why I was kind of okay with it. Like, I guess to me, it was almost like a symbol of I'm secure enough in myself that I'm okay with weight gain. Because that weight gain, I realized, was not necessarily, to, in my mind, it wasn't necessarily like negative or terrible or anything. It was just, it was almost like I needed to learn what it felt like for somebody to have weight gain. Because of course there's those feelings too that came with it. The the fear of like, ah, oh, like I'm probably like 20 times bigger than I think I am and all of this kind of stuff. and. And just like the fear of identity loss, of body image, and all of these things, and, and just like so much energy of negativity around that, right? So it was just really helpful for me to go through the motions myself so that I could have compassion when other people say, oh, I'm working on weight loss. I can understand, be like, yeah, I know what you mean by that, right? Like, it becomes like almost like an all-consuming thought sometimes, but almost like, Almost like this all-consuming thought that you almost feel like you can't really do anything about. Because the thing with weight gain, it's like you can you can do all the things sometimes, but sometimes your body is just the, the weight that it is, right? In the season that it is, right? You could be doing all the things and still be the same size or the weight or, or whatever. It just, there's so many other factors in it that we can't, that aren't just like solvable just like that, right? So that was interesting, Um, and then along with that, like, I I realized that probably a part of the weight gain also had to do with, like, the additional stress that I didn't really realize I was, like, kind of adding into my life, right? I just went on this major thing where I went and tried to, like, do this big push to try to leave the country for this trip, and so, like, sitting in an office or, like, sitting in line for, like, eight hours to just try and get my passport sorted. And then, and then the big push of getting to a location that took like 13 hours of driving and like straight kind of thing. And then getting back home that like had all these derailments. So then it, instead of being away for 10 days, it, it turned out to be two weeks. And, you know, all of this kind of thing. And then, um, and then other major kind of slightly traumatic things that happen afterwards in my healing process and recovery of all of that, right? And so I didn't really realize how much I needed to be adding more yoga into my life, right? Until I got this day where I woke up and this was like probably just like a month ago, let's just say. A month ago and so that's let's say like five months after I stopped doing yoga and I woke up, and I just felt intense pain like in my forehead, in my cheeks, in my mouth. I couldn't really chew that day, like I had to have soft foods and liquids and things like that and And it was just like this fear just came over me of like, what is this right like so I started you know I made an appointment with a specialist in in the city that's closest to me, and then and then I kind of started YouTubing to just kind of get a feel for what they might say about these kinds of symptom kind of things. And then I learned, it's like, oh, by the way, there's some people that tend that tend to more um, easily be clenchers in their sleep, right? Like they clench their teeth, they grind, they, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, over time, it changes their bone structure. It, It's it makes it so that there's wear and tear in their teeth, it makes it so that, you know, all of these things, right? There's stress in their face, there's stress in their jaw, they, you know, like, they can't eat foods properly anymore, all of these kinds of things, right? And then the, the cute thing that they've said, it's like, that we don't really know the cause of it, but what we can say is typically, these kinds of people that do this, they almost always have some level of stress in their life that's causing them to clench more and more and more kind of thing. And I was like, ooh, that's something that I need to pay attention to. You know, anybody will will say that stress is the cause for any disease a lot of the time, right? But for some reason, when I was listening to this and I was taking it in and really trying to learn, something in me really clicked and was like, no, I really need to take a priority on this whole stress thing. Like, I really do. So then I think I started looking at, oh, this wasn't yet. So then I go to the appointment. They confirm almost everything that was said, basically. The only thing that they they said a little bit differently was, like, one of the recommendations was maybe wear, like, a night guard kind of thing to, like, prevent the wear and tear in the teeth. But then even the specialist I was talking to was, like, actually, that might not totally help. Because if you're already clenching and you're that type, you might just chew on the thing and make it more and then it becomes a chew toy kind of thing. And then it's just gonna wear and tear in in the muscles working even more, right? So then that becomes even more of a habit kind of thing, right? I was like, yeah, that makes sense too. So thankfully they were like, yeah, let's not even, let's not go that route necessarily. So they, they set an appointment for me to potentially see like a, a person that could help me with the process of maybe getting braces one day to correct alignment. And hopefully that could help with just like not, not being in that mode of clenching and, and that kind of thing, I still need to learn more about that. But the other thing they recommended was for me to do this face massage thing where I go to a face massage specialist thing and have them help me loosen up my face kind of thing. But of course, being a yoga teacher kind of person, I just automatically went to the place, well, if there's massage... I wonder if there's face yoga, right? So then I look that up and accordingly, apparently it's totally a thing. There's face yoga therapists, there's face yoga trainings, all of this kind of stuff. So I start going into it and it's really helpful, like really helpful. So even just, even just starting to do it helped me to realize the difference between when my face is, let's just call it red colors, right? When my face is in red, right? It's kind of lost. And it's you know in the pain all all of that right, versus when it's in yellow, the things that happen before it gets that bad versus when it's in green. And this is the exciting part that I wanted to talk about because yesterday was one of those beautiful, beautiful days, right? Where I could just say to myself, like, that was a beautiful day worth living, right? And it wasn't because there was any aspect of like, oh, I got to click off this milestone and this milestone and, and I'm living this like incredible life that's worth, worthy of being on a YouTube channel and like, and like proclaiming to the whole world that I got to do this thing, right? It's not like that it was more like I woke up and kind of had a bit of a regular day right like it was just me doing my thing of cleaning my house and like you know just doing all the things that I do when I wake up I oh another thing that I did was I woke up and I was on a little bit of a high from the day before of helping my friend clean her kitchen bathroom situation so then I came home and then the next day woke up and was like let's just do my bathroom today, right? And just, like, had, like, this spark of confidence that I could just go for it and just have a good time with it. And I totally did. It was a great experience. And then I, like, had a beautiful, clean bathroom all day, right? And that really fed me. So that was awesome. And then I move on in the day and I, you know, I, like, make little drinks and smoothies and... And I'm just, like make porridge and you know like there was like momentum there I don't know I gain a lot of like I don't know if it's healthy or not but I just do I love watching people eat healthy food I just love it I love seeing people feed their bodies in a way that's just gonna like really like make the cells of their body alive and well and like multiply and replenish and and just like rejuvenated, like, I just, I, it's almost like a spiritual experience for me or a meditative experience when either myself, I'm going through the motions or I watch someone else just like taking good care of their body, right, with what they're eating, for example, but when they're doing anything that's taking good care of their, their bodies, right, so anyways, there I am, we did some of that, and then at some point, we got into this like, hey, let's, let's do all the dish pans. Let's put all, so dish pans means, like, hey, let's, like, wash everything and, like, put it all away in the kitchen. So that was really cool that, like, that was helped because there was, like, six of them. Um, six full dish pans of dishes that need to be put away. And then, um, so that was, like, a big help. And, and then people got to, like, do their break thing while I got to just, like, I don't really remember what I did then specifically, but I just remember having like, just like space, right? Space to be able to like think and like figure out what I was doing next and space to just like process. I was probably like coordinating some things, right? Figuring out, oh, hey, can anybody um, make space in the day so that we can get together and like, you know, have a little play date kind of thing and kids can play adults to talk and, you know, have these like healthy community kinds of experiences. So it did work out. One of my favorite people to spend time with was like, Hey, I'm doing this with these people. You can totally come over during that time. And I was like, sweet. So then we go over and like, and this, I feel like this is where the beginnings of a lot of good, you know, the goodness of the day started really happening. It's like, you know, I started the day just kind of in some ways, it was probably, if I just ended it there, it probably could have been labeled as a blah kind of day, right? Like, you know, nothing crazy, anything amazing, whatever. Just kind of a blah day, but still like a good day, right? There's so much to be grateful for, right? Like the sun was shining and like, you know, just like so many good things. Um, and... And then, so, anyways, go to the friend's house, and like kids are playing like crazy, like always, just like super comfortable. And of course, like there's just like beautiful, healthy offerings that are just so beautiful every time. Like, I don't know, I really cherish, I don't know, I'm such a foodie, right? Growing up, I literally remember the first time I ever had hummus, or the first time I ever tried like Indian rice, or the first time I ever had butter rice with salt and herbs, or, like, the first time I you know, like, I, like, my milestone moments of my life are so, like, categorized according to the chapters of, like, the first time I had this food kind of thing, like, I just, that's how my memory works, right? So then I look at the table, and there's this spread of the sweet, you know, like, um sliced cucumbers and carrots and sauce and then like you know and then these grilled cheese sandwich things right and it's just this beautiful feeling of like this is friendship right like this is like sweet friendship right um I guess I feel that way too because when I was little the first time I ever had carrots and ran was because this boy in my grade or whatever just decided that like he didn't like them But he knew I did, so he'd, like, save them for me. So then when I came and saw him at the end or, like, after everyone was done eating, because he was a really slow eater, so then I'd come visit him after everybody was done eating. And he'd always, like, not always, but sometimes he'd have extra, like, carrots and ranch. I'd be like, can I have those? I was just like, I don't know why, I just couldn't resist. I could never resist trying something that somebody had that I never had, right? That was just so foreign and so interesting to me. So then he'd be like, sure, right? Like, he'd just totally share every time. And I probably, like, just was this crazy little girl that always came over, like, trying to, like, mooch off of everybody. But I was just like, I just couldn't help myself. And anyways, so then we carry on and just lots of beautiful things, right? Like like a lot of good mom conversation about choosing to live a life where, yes, there's hardship, yes, it's going to be hard, all of this kind of thing, and there's beauty. It's a means to an end to create even more beauty, even more love, to become even more of of our potential, right? Right? and to also make space for other people to tap into their potential too because that's our strength as women, as nurturers, as mothers, and and as we outstretch our arms into the community with those kinds of natural skills as well as learned skills, right? We have this amazing ability to do that. So we had this great conversation that was kind of based on all of those kinds of things, right? And then there was these, like, amazing different breakthrough moments in this conversation that that I felt so thankful for, right? Like, I'm just, like, in my little heart, I'm just, like, how is this possible, right? Like, how do I, like, I just was, like, what's going on? Because, like, earlier in the morning, oh, yeah, and I started my day with yoga, right? So I started my day teaching yoga to a couple people in the morning, and there was tears there, right? There was tears of, like, joy and, like, just feeling loved and all of these kinds of things through this practice of like yoga to Christ, right? Like I love building this, right? And then it's like, hey, go over and have this conversation with somebody. And then and there's more beautiful experiences of emotions and of of just like really learning things and and getting confirmation about about good ideas that we've been having but not really knowing exactly what what exactly that is kind of getting ideas but kind of feeling timid and you know the back and forth right but then finally getting to some moment of feeling a little bit of peace about something and and how meaningful that is right and then and then there's there's beautiful I don't know how to describe it like just I love beautiful human experiences right where two people can really understand each other and make space for each other to just like have breakthroughs, have learning, have um, just like have space of understanding and acceptance, and like and just like sharing personal woes and hardships and and overcoming them through Christ, right? And all of those beautiful things. So those were that was another beautiful moment, right? beautiful beautiful then I move on in the day and then it's like oh hey by the way let's do um let's do trying to clean up the kitchen so that I can feel like I've somehow contributed to the evening of trying to help assist with calm and order even though I'm not going to be here but I'm so excited because it's Wednesday and that means I'm going to my dance class right like and I'm just like so like it kind of adds like this jump to my step when I'm doing all the like daily things um, because it's like, oh, I'm only going to be doing this for like the next hour, right? Because I'm going to be gone, right? Like and I'm going to be like doing my thing, right? And so so then I'm getting ready and and then I see, you know, my husband come through with like, I don't know, 10 rakes. And he's like, okay, everybody. Like he just gathers everybody to go and take care of the front lawn. And, and, and I'm just like, you know. You know those moments where you, like, you dream and romanticize about how your life is going to be when, like, ten years down the road or something like that? And I don't know why it's so attractive to me or so, like, delightful to me when he does those things of, like, calling to order our family to be united and doing one thing together that is just so wholesome. And I don't know why. I, I just, probably because I love, like... I love it. I actually, it's one of my favorite. If you could call it a chore, right? I love break. I love snow shoveling, and I love breaking. Those are two things that I'm like, oh, give it to me. Like, like I could be one of those people that could be mad. Like you, you just took away my fun, right? Like I was supposed to do that, right? Like, because that was mine. That was my pile, right? <laughs> but like. But at the same time, anyways, so that so he just gathered there and wanted to do that and it just brought this like beautiful smile to my face of like, oh, like that is so sweet. I'm so happy that my children can be blessed with my husband as their leader to lead them to do such beautiful good things and to have such a happy, like encouraging, like loving presence. Because he just always does. He's just my beacon man. He's just this beacon virtue. And he even, like, he just tells me sometimes, he's like, I just have learned. Because I'm like, why? How are you the way you are? And then he tells me, he's like, like, I just decided over time that one of my roles is to be a guardian of virtue, right? And I'm just like, oh my goodness, yes! I'm like, yes! And I'm just like, ah, so many attractive points. Ah. so I have to like he's like irresistible to me so I have to like stay away from him for a certain amount of time a day so he can just like focus on um, doing his work for us as a family and providing that. and so that was delightful just like and that's like a tiny side thing that's going on right that doesn't have anything to do with what I did but it's just this beautiful moment of just feeling like that's so wonderful I'm so happy that that's happening in my home like area on my property in my like home and family cultural life right so then he does that and then I'm like leaving so then I go drive call my friend and, and pause and, and say, hey, like, would now be a good time, da-da-da, because I had talked talk to her earlier uh, or tried connecting earlier saying, hey, I'm going to be close by to your house later on. Do you want to visit? Um, because I had talked about, hey, what if I could do a yoga retreat at your place, right? Because she had a bed and breakfast. I'd never been there before, and I wanted to check it out. So then I go and we set it up. So you pull-up, And I'm, like, automatically enchanted by this place. Not because it's, like, over-the-top beautiful. Not because it's, like, well, and it is, though. There's, like, there's aspects of it that's very sweet and cute and everything, right? But I think the resounding thing about it is, like, I just fell in love with it. Like, something about walking in, there's just this beautiful, like, kind of, like, I, I I what is it vaulted? Vaulted kind of an entrance. It feels very wonderful and spacious when you walk in. And then there's that wood, right? The wood walls all over the place. And then the, the large windows that just let in the sunshine immediately, like on a higher level in the distance, like in the living room behind. And then you go to the right and and there's the kitchen, right? And it's like, it's just this idyllic kitchen that you would see and feel like you're in this bed and breakfast kitchen, right? But like, but it's cozy and warm enough too. It doesn't feel too big. It's just like that perfect size of bigness, of bigness to have a space with people, but also contains you and makes you feel like you're in a kitchen together. Like, because the kitchen's there, island and like dining table and then you turn over to your left and there's this like spiral staircase right that just is this beautiful thing going from the kitchen to the basement go into the basement and then there's this like like coliseum style like seating like that's rounded around the fireplace and I'm like done right like I just love that right and then you go upstairs in the living room space and it's got those like floor to to ceiling windows right right at the sunset so then you just feel so cozy just like sitting in that room or like we'll probably like open up the space to do some yoga in there and or like dance like I'm just like so excited like building this in my head or like or like cozing it back together when we do like writer stuff like I, I just have so many different retreats in my head like I can't like let them go anyways then it's like you know you go into the the other room and it's the master bedroom right so it spans from one room, like the master, all the way to the bathroom, right, that's got the, you know, the double tub thing for two people and then, like, and then a massive shower and, you know, like, wall to wall of, like, sink, two sinks and, like, you know, all the cabinets and drawers, all of that kind of stuff. And and then you move on to into the hallway. There's another bathroom to then lead to, like, two more, like, this kind of side room thing that, that has, like, two queens kind of thing. And then um, and then you keep going down the hall, past the kitchen, and, like, in that section, there's, like, this room. You go in, there's this other queen, and then you go up this tiny, sweet staircase that's just, like, beyond me. It just feels like it's out of this, like, movie fairy tale thing. You go up this tiny little staircase to this loft area that could fit, like, you know, they say three single beds, right? But I'm just like, oh, this could fit, like, so many people, right? Like, especially little sweeties, right? It's just like the epic little sweetie loft. Like, you could just, I just want to have every reunion, every retreat in this space. Like, I just can't let it go. It is just so adorable. And then you go to the other side, and I'm sure there's other rooms and stuff. It's it's all the the same kind of thing, right? But, and then you go, oh, from the master bedroom, there's this, like, deck thing new look out and it's just this like it's so wonderful like the trees are tall the grass is there it's not too big it's just quaint and and inclusive enough that you don't feel like people are going to get lost but and you can see in the distance so you know what's coming like there's there's just this level of security and safety you feel there like everything's transparent enough but also you feeling like you're you're encrouched around just enough to be safe, right? And and to, to allow for this space to just hold you, right? So that was amazing just to like get toured around there and to build ideas. I love dream building. I did actually just spend my rest of my life just like dream building and being totally happy with that because I just like, uh, like I love that. Like I actually don't need to follow through on a lot of things to feel fulfilled. I feel fulfilled just enough by just dreaming things up, and dreaming more things up. Like, I just love ideating, right? And that's in my Colby score, right? Where it's like, you know, the things that have to do with detail, that's like, I can only spend like an hour max on that in a day, right? The things that require like follow through, right? And punctuality, and like, you know, things like that. I can only spend like another hour on that in a day, right? And then like the things that require a lot of physical, like, moving around of things and molding and shaping and transforming physical things into another physical thing, I can only maybe spend like a little bit more, maybe like max three hours on that in a day, right? But like when it comes to something like like ideating kind of things, I'm like a nine, right? Like like all those other things, I'm like a three, a three, I think I'm like a three, three, four or something, but I'm like a nine in this other area, which means that, like, I could literally spend all day long, like, laying there and, and envisioning a great life, right? Like, and I literally would feel like I've lived it and loved it, right? Like, I could just, I love, and I love artistic processes. Any artistic expression, I love it because it's like, it's like taking those ideas and then expressing it enough. In a, in a beautiful kind of expression that just allows you to feel like you've done it, right? Without actually feeling like you've done it. Like it, you've had to gone through 10 years of doing that thing, right? But I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that I or anybody needs to necessarily think like it's a bad thing to do any of those other things, because I really do think it's fulfilling for us to live and do the things that that are fulfilling for us, right? For another person, it might be fulfilling for them to do a 10 year span of education and becoming this like PhD person that is like well accredited for whoever and whatever, right? And for others of us, I kind of feel like I'm so grateful that I got to grow up the way that I was so that I could feel full permission to actually embrace expression and art and dreaming and ideating and 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 everything to do with that, right? That's why I love open-ended anything. I love play dates, I love nature walks, I love open-ended kitchens where somebody's just like, hey, come here and you can use any of the ingredients. And I'm like, I can totally create amazing masterpieces like anytime, right? But they're always like heavenly recipe style, right? So I don't always know it's gonna turn out, but they always do, right? Like I, I always have that fear of like, oh, let's just keep doing and, and mixing and making and and hope that it turns out, and it always does. And I'm just so grateful that I've been I've been blessed with that level of like inspiration. Because I wouldn't even say it's like a skill necessarily yet, but but I do have a great skill of inspiration. I have a great skill of tapping into what and where and all of like gathering together all of the the resources and everything that's buzzed around me and somehow downloading it into an inspired work of some sort, whether it's like something for eating or something for expressing or something for serving or those kinds of things. So anyways, that is, that's just the beginning, right? So then I was just so delighted just like being there, getting to absorb all of this experience And then I'm just like, I'm just like in jitters. I'm in jitters and like vibrating of like so much energy and desire to just like want to make good use of that space, wanting to be able to create opportunities for people to let go, right? Because I'm learning for myself that like I have gone through certain experiences in my life that make it so there's no turning back. I cannot allow myself to get further into the red zone, right? I'm learning that for myself internally. Emotionally, I'm raising the bar. I'm not allowing myself to spend any extra time in the red zone than I possibly need to at all, right? If anything, I just want to stay in green, and then like get into yellow every so often, and then get back to green. Whereas before, I used to live in the red and yellow zone, right? And I didn't really see that I could have any way out to green and have any like agency to actually have skills to do that consistently right without having a big push to get me to green right whereas now I'm like in this zone of like I start my day in green I right, yes it tips into yellow sometimes and so I manage that when it does it takes me 15 minutes to get back to green right and then um and then every so often I get tanked right and it's like i go green red right and then i realize it's like yeah like i just had an experience right and so because i had that experience now's a good time to realize that it's going to take a push to get back to green but i need time to do that right like i need space i need to be held in this space so i can it can be cultivated and it can be tilled and i can weed out all of the reds again it's like You know, it's like if I was gardening and it was a beautiful garden, whatever, and then suddenly everything hailed on it, right? And my garden turned from like flower petals to complete stems. And then I need to work it in. I need to start getting it more nutrients. I need to water it. I need to weed anything I can. And it is kind of a big push to get it back to a point where it's beautiful again, right? And, but I need to realize that there needs to be space and time for those things, right? I can't just ignore it and pretend it didn't happen, right? So that is a good first step and it works to at least begin the process of acknowledging that. So then there I am. I'm realizing it internally to to stand for green, right? To overcome the world. And then, but not by myself, right? I'm realizing that I need Christ to do this. This is the whole point, right? This is the whole point of being in red. I'm not just in red for some kind of funny prank joke. I get the reason for sorrow. The reason for yellows and reds in our lives is so that we can draw closer to our heavenly parents, to our savior who has mastered being in green consistently enough to create a universe, right? To create human creations to have had enough belief in themselves and enough um enough ability in themselves of like maintaining green to, to be consistent enough to be creative for that long. Like, can you imagine starting a creation and then having them be dependent on you, but you not being able to follow through because you're still working on the basics of just staying in green, right? Like long enough to be able to like fully if complete your creation, right? To the point where it's it's at a point where you're satisfied and happy with it. Like that's huge, Right. So that's just internally, right? But now, you know, like, I've been working on both, you know? I Like, I started off, like, really pushing for this journey of, like, of de-stressing and stuff because my face went a little nuts, right? And, like, seized up and things. And so now, like, after doing some of the internal work things of, like, wanting to stay in green, I'm realizing, oh, this applies to my face too, right? Like, this applies in realizing there's moments I can notice the subtle differences now of when my face is in green, which was like all yesterday, right? I didn't even get to the part where I started my dance class, right? It was the most beautiful dance class I've ever done, right? Where you just go in and like, literally I could do everything, right? Like I just felt like all the 18 years of my yoga practice like paid off in that moment where I could just go to this dance class where I've never really danced before, like maybe three times, right? I've gone to like three lessons or something like that, right? Now I'm into this third lesson, and I can do everything, right? Like, I just feel so free in my body to do anything. Like, I, it was such a moment of feeling limitless, right? And and feeling, like, the potential of, like, just being able to do these beautiful motions that were just so revitalizing and so, like, so faith-giving and fulfilling and and so, like, liberating and I was just like how has this not been a part of my life for like the last 18 years right like it's so interesting how like it's like I turned from wrestling rugby girl to then yoga girl for the last 18 years and now I'm starting this dance thing right and I'm just like oh I'm going crazy and so by the end of that class and then I got to do like a little stretch session at the end That I talked to the instructor I'm like would you come to one of my retreats one day right like and and then and we're talking and and then I come out of there and I'm driving home, and I realize, I'm like, this is what a green face feels like, right? Like, like I felt like all the great moments of my day, every single moment of the day, just like helped me to just feel like I could just let go every inch of it. It was like my whole day was like a massage for my face, right? It was this beautiful thing. And then I come home, of course, there's moments where I need to just, like, collect my children, right? Like, help one go to bed and, like, help them feel calm and then help the other ones feel calm because there was some upsets about, like, the positioning of different things in their room and how it wasn't the way they wanted it. So then I help them with that and then I go over to this other one and they're really, like, I really needed to help hold space for this one. Like, I felt like I was with them for, like, good solid like it felt like two hours right just holding space for them and so I go in and and then you know doing the brushing hair thing doing the the massaging thing Mm -hmm. doing whatever I could possibly do to just like help hold the space of like you know using up negative energy creating positive energy and helping them just go to bed right and feel like they could just go to bed feeling like whole right and feeling like they could be in this space of like truth and like that kind of thing and just feeling and then and then that was like the end to my beautiful day it was so precious and i loved it